Welcome to the Dieter Melhorn Fishing Podcast. Whether you like to fish, enjoy talking about fishing, or just enjoy the fishing lifestyle, this is the podcast for you. So go grab yourself a cold drink or a hot cup of coffee, sit back, start tying up some fishing rigs, and enjoy the show. Well, hello folks, and welcome to the Dieter Melhorn Fishing Podcast. I hope you're having a good day, whatever day it is that you happen to be listening to the show. If you're a regular listener, well, welcome back. I appreciate you uh, following the podcast and listening to it and tuning back in, subscribing and listening, whatever platform you listen on. It's on all the major podcast platforms out there. And if you're a new listener, just dropping in, welcome to the Freak Show I uh, appreciate you stopping by for this podcast to check it out. I'm Dieter Melhorn, and I'm your host, uh, and uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, we kind of cover everything fishing, sort of. Uh, we do a lot of catfish-oriented stuff. That's what today's show is going to be about, uh, and then some other stuff that comes up uh, as kind of topical stuff, and uh, yeah, it's kind of what the show's about, so I appreciate you dropping by if you're new. Uh, for any of you folks that are new, want to learn more, want to see the videos that I do on YouTube, uh, or just reach out to me and say hello, say, I like your podcast, your podcast is terrible, you need to do this, you need to do that, uh, go to my website, DieterMelhornFishing.com. Go check out the website. There's links to the YouTube channel. There's links to my Facebook fishing page. Uh, be sure to follow me there. It's where I kind of post everything. And also links to the Instagram. So uh, not to mention the gear. i got a gear section on there that has a bunch of links to a bunch of the different gear that I work with. So uh, anyway, that's uh, kind of the uh, whole intro. Uh, what I'm going to talk about today is what's been going on in North Carolina over like the past month. Uh, We've kind of come out of the spawn time here, uh, which is typically in June. And uh, generally, on the backside of that, things kind of start to transition and ramp up to get better and better and better fishing. Well, that, at least on a small level, has happened very, very quickly in North Carolina. We had two, I guess you would call them anomalies. I, I can't think of a time that two state records for catfish have been broken this close together. And that would be for the blue catfish and for the flathead catfish. The first one uh, I talked about in another podcast uh, was a few weeks ago. And uh, that was a blue catfish that eclipsed the uh, previous record. Uh, that was around 117 pounds. And uh, this blue catfish came out of, guess where? If you're from North Carolina, you know where all the big fish have been coming from lately. And that's Lake Gaston. Uh, that's where... Uh, the actually the last three blue catfish records have come from uh, Zach Royce had two of them uh, and then his lasted about six months and uh, it was eclipsed with the 117 pound fish that was out of there until now and that's been in place for I think about five years six years uh, five years I don't know uh, it's in a video if you go to my YouTube channel I've got a video talking about the uh, new record blue catfish but Needless to say, it's been eclipsed, and uh, this was from, uh, when did that happen? I should have these dates in front of me. If I was a good podcaster and had all my information on here, I would tell you exactly the date. It was in June, and it was 121.9 pounds. The previous record was 117, and uh, this one was caught by... Uh, 
Joey Baird. And again, it came out of Lake Gaston. Uh, this was one that was uh, a lot of video of, uh, a lot of pictures of. As is the case with most of these fish nowadays, uh, it's one of the cool things about being in the I guess you would call it modern era, is that uh, a lot of these fish, the old records, um, we don't have a lot of information about. May have one or two pictures of them. Uh, I did a story recently on the world record channel catfish on my YouTube channel, and uh, there's one picture of it, one black and white picture, and that is it. Uh, the state record channel catfish in North Carolina, one black and white picture. So being in this age, um, you know, the modern age technology, uh, uh, Facebook, and just live streaming, uh, you can get what's going on quickly. I think the weigh-ins for both of these fish were actually live streamed, or at least the video was put up shortly thereafter. Uh, so we knew pretty quickly within, uh, with, within actually a couple of cases, an hour or so of the fish being weighed in that it had indeed beat through the world record which is a cool place to live in it's a cool time to be alive even with all the bad stuff associated with facebook and social media uh it's cool uh this kind of stuff is really nice to see what's going on but um yeah this fish was weighed in uh it was taken back to the water and uh, it was released alive. Uh, part of the deal on this was that if it was caught on a big cat fever catch the fever rod, uh, they were eligible for the $10,000 bonus for breaking the state record if the fish was released alive. And that's what happened. Um, the, um, from what I've read, I read an article that the angler who caught it, uh, Joey Baird, instead of taking the money, is actually going to have it donated to the local fire department. And uh, volunteer fire department in that part of rural North Carolina where, uh, you know, that money will go to good use. I know uh, in those uh, areas down there in the eastern part of the state that have been ravaged by hurricanes, uh, several of them over the past few years, I'm sure those departments can do that. So uh, if that is the case and that article is accurate, that's a pretty cool thing that he was doing there. So I commend him for that. I also commend him for the effort that he put forth in getting that fish released alive. Went through a lot of uh, trouble. I've got the video of it on my YouTube channel. You can go check it out and see everything they did. Pretty amazing work doing what they did to get that fish released alive. Wading out into the water chest deep and uh, making sure that it swam off. Now, the bad news is... The fish died. Uh, it, it showed up the, I think it was next day or two days later, same area, uh, had come to the top and had been hit by turtles and other stuff. And But it was definitely the fish, a massive fish. Uh, fish like this, you don't have many of them out there floating around. And uh, the fish did die. And uh, sometimes that, that happens. Uh, as I was explaining to somebody who was uh, a little bit harsh about it, uh, you know, most cases with most fish, uh, and I explained this to the newspaper that I had the newspaper call me from Fayetteville was talking about this. And I said, you know, here's the deal on releasing these fish. Catfish anglers are some of the few anglers out there that will try to get a state or world record and then release the fish alive. It's, 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 we're some of the, we're a group of anglers that most of the time, any big fish that gets weighed for a state record dies because it comes in on ice. Most of the time, they go straight to a cooler, straighter on ice, and are killed. It's really, honestly, in only in the modern day, modern times, that 
you see people releasing record fish and are at least trying to, uh, trying to keep them alive. You know, we're luckily, we've got anglers now that have, a lot of them have large live oils. They have access to live live oils and tanks that they can put these fish in. Uh, they go through the practice of keeping these fish alive during tournaments, so they're pretty well versed in that. So it's kind of a, it's, it's kind of a, an odd thing. You look at pretty much every saltwater world record that's been brought in, it was brought in dead. And uh, so it's pretty cool that at least the effort is being made. And that's what I was saying about this one. Yeah, maybe that fish was uh, on a stringer too long, longer than it should have. Could have been better conditions. Uh, but you can't pick and choose when you catch one of these fish. Uh, you can't catch them when it's 55 degree water in the wintertime all the time. Uh, it just so happens he caught this fish in the middle of summer, which is honestly probably an odd time to catch one. Uh, but there are more people on the water fishing during that time period. Um, but, you know, did what he could, got the fish out there, took care of it, and but it did die. So, um, interesting story. That is North Carolina state record number one down. So with that fish down and uh, a pending state record, uh, up steps Tyler Barnes, uh, who is a... Uh, gentleman uh that is from eastern part of north carolina noose river uh down there in the eastern part uh that basin and uh an accomplished uh flathead angler uh he is somebody that has fished for flatheads a lot he has caught a lot of big fish a lot of flatheads he targets these fish he fishes for them he is not somebody who accidentally stumbled into catching one of these fish, uh, just like the gentleman who caught the uh, record blue catfish. These are experienced and accomplished anglers, which to me, to be honest, a record's a record. I understand that. But to me, it's a little bit sweeter when one of our own catches it, somebody who is consumed and pursues catfish uh it, it, it's nice to see that not to take away from somebody who just stumbles into catching a record fish because sometimes some of those stories are are pretty cool but for those of us who go out there and try to catch fish and i'm sure for tyler who's caught you know many fish over 30 40 pounds uh dreaming of a fish like that knowing those size fish are in those rivers down there in the eastern part of north carolina uh i i'm i'm I, i'm sure you know, that's something that he kind of dreamed of. It was in the back of his mind. So that is why I think it's very cool that he catches a fish this size. And uh, like Joey, his whole deal was to keep this fish alive. And uh, he uh, went to great lengths to do that. He got it back to a bait and tackle shop down there. Uh, I believe it's called the Easy 3 Bait and Tackle. And uh, they've got a large minnow tank, uh, similar to the minnow tank that I use in some of my uh, bait tank videos. I've got a bait tank here at the house. It's actually one of those minnow tanks. And uh, he got the fish back there, got it in that tank. That thing is aerated. Uh, probably had plenty of fish to eat in there. Probably, uh, if he was hungry, could have ate half the minnows in the tank, which uh, I'm sure he, Tyler, would gladly pay to uh, feed him all those minnows uh, because... Uh, this was a, a crazy big fish and again he wanted to get it weighed get it certified and get it released back into the water alive and uh, went through great efforts got a hold of a biologist and got the biologist out there for the official weighing and uh, was able to do it live actually did a live feed uh, on you on uh, Facebook which is you know where a lot of this stuff happens now and it's very cool that we're able to tune in and see this 
and uh, the folks there at uh, Easy Bait and Tackle in Goldsboro. Uh, they've got a certified scale and uh, luckily had that on hand and uh, were able to get certified. Uh, in the video that you watch, they weigh it. They actually weigh it twice. Uh, I think the first time they said the weight was a little bit higher than what they had pre-weighted at. So zeroed the scale out to make sure they had a legitimate good reading on it. Reweighted it and uh, yeah, came in at 78.8 pounds, barely beating Brian Newberger's fish. Brian Newberger's the one who's had the record now for, I don't know, I don't remember when he caught it, 2005, something like that. It's been a good while, at least 10 years, and uh, that record has stood there for a while. Like many flathead catfish, um, the records aren't super duper high, um, relatively speaking, the blue catfish. If you, uh, you use the 78 pounds, well, yeah. You know, a lot of blue cats bigger than that, and there are. But the state records, I uh, did a, a video on this. There's a video on everything on my channel on YouTube about the world record flathead catfish. And uh, one of the things I talked about in there was that the there's not that many state record flathead catfish over 90 pounds. Matter of fact, there's only one state record over 100 pounds. So 100 pound flathead is extremely extremely rare an 80 pound flathead is extremely rare most of the flatheads that are state records are in that 76 to 83 84 pound range that's kind of where they're at that's what you can could consider in most waters the top end so uh you know we've had a couple now that are right at 78 79 pounds i think there's bigger fish i think we can get 82 83 80, 45 pounds out and i think these guys down there in the eastern part of the state that fish the noose and fish the cape fear uh will be able to do it. it's a lot of uh just kind of uh untamed water down there a lot of place for those fish to be with that said I think it could also come from some of the reservoirs. Uh, I, if you listen to my podcast, watch my YouTube channel, I've always said, and I believe that all things being equal, fish will grow bigger in a reservoir just because they're not dealing with current. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you see it come from somewhere else. But for now, uh, Tyler Barnes has a state record, and uh, it's back swimming in the Noose River. It was released alive, didn't show up dead. And I uh, got it back in the water and swam off very good. He put it back in the water right there at the ramp, and uh, there was no hesitation for that fish. It was gone, and it looked very happy. And it's a beautiful fish. Uh, check out my YouTube channel. I've got a video up there showing some pictures of it. It is massive. It is a great fish, and I commend him for everything he did, uh, you know, catching the fish, keeping it alive, getting it weighed, and then getting it released. So awesome, awesome job. Uh, and I think he's going to win the Catch the Fever, Big Cat Fever Apparel Award. I think he uh, one of their deals is they give away money if you're using their rods to catch a state record fish. But I think he's eligible for the Apparel Award. I think he was wearing uh, Catch the Fever, Big Cat Fever Apparel at the time. So he'll get that bonus. I think that's 5000 bucks or something, which is pretty cool. And uh, one of the stipulations in that is, is that the fish has to be released alive. And uh, I think that's a cool thing that Catch the Fever does uh, to, uh, uh, one, make sure that these fish are not killed. Uh, and uh, it kind of ensures that people make an effort, put forth an effort to get these fish released back alive. Luckily, most of the people who are participating in this are very good anglers. 
and uh, have the ability to keep those fish alive and get them back in the water. So uh, it's been an amazing two weeks. Uh, it's been an amazing summer in North Carolina for big fish. And uh, uh, two records to be broken, a flathead and a blue catfish, both getting broken within like, a few weeks of each other is pretty spectacular. Uh, we'll just see what happens the rest of the year with everything going on. For many of us, fishing has been on and off, up and down. Uh, I've had uh, some struggling days on some of my guide trips that I've done. And then I've had some where we've caught fish near 50, flatheads in the 30s. And, you know, so it's kind of up and down, on and off, depending on what's going on. It seems like the night bite has been extremely late at night. It has been at two, three, four o'clock in the morning before any really good fishing is going on. So uh, it, it's kind of all over the place. That's kind of my take right now. If I'm doing any night fishing, I will probably get up at like two o'clock in the morning, be on the water by three and try fishing that like three to 10 or 11 kind of window there uh, versus getting out there at nine o'clock, dealing with boat traffic, pleasure boaters, all that kind of stuff. Uh, that's kind of my MO right now. And what I'm doing is getting out there super early, catching that super late, super early bite and seeing what's going on there and that'll be planned for the next few weeks so uh, we'll keep you posted on that hopefully we're talking about some big fish here but uh, for now it's these two guys that have two state records and uh, again if you want to see videos about these fish i've got both of them they're recent videos within the past two weeks on my youtube channel Dieter Melhorn Fishing on YouTube, and as I said earlier, DieterMelhornFishing.com is my website. Got links to all that stuff on there. So that's it for now, folks. I'm going to let you run, and uh, we'll catch you on the water.